Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Today, we're back in the studio with the first episode of the new semester and new year. Uh, today, we're going to talk about the wildcard games that took place last weekend and uh, how wrong my picks for the NFL postseason were and why. And I'm going to give out my new Super Bowl predictions after the results of last weekend. And hopefully, my picks are not cursed uh, for the teams I end up picking. I apologize in advance. All right, uh, so for the wildcard games last weekend was not called Super Wildcard Weekend for nothing. Uh, there were a lot of great storylines to follow. The classic Cowboys versus Packers rematch, the 10-plus-year vet in Joe Flacco versus the new blood rookie in C.J. Stroud, the homecoming game for Matthew Stafford and or the revenge game for Jared Goff, the Tyree Kill homecoming game, and the Eagles' redemption arc and or the Bucks trying to show that a game in the NFC South is not a free game, or that a win against an NFC South team in the playoff is not a free game. Oh, and there was also the Steelers-Bills game, too. Uh, Mike Tomlin trying not to trying to get a playoff win for the first time in five years. Uh, for these games, I had picked the Browns over the Texans, Cowboys over the Packers, the Bucks over the Eagles, Lions over Rams, the Finns over the Chiefs, and the Bills over the Steelers. And the ones I got right, the, the Steelers-Bills game, Bucks-Eagles, and the Lions-Rams. So, you know, I'm at, I'm at 500. I'm at .500, which isn't awful, I guess. Um, some of the ones I got wrong, though, uh, I was very close to flipping those picks, like the Browns-Texans game and the Chiefs-Dolphins game. Uh, but I ended up going against my better judgment there. Clearly with the Browns-Texans game, since my original pick was the Browns for the Super Bowl. But anyway, I digress. Uh, the first game I would like to break down is the Packers-Cowboys game, uh, just because this game was historic in that it was the first time a seven seed has ever won a playoff game in the NFL ever. Uh, and what other team to lose to seven seed for the first time than the Dallas Cowboys? I swear, every year, the same thing happens with this team. Have a winning record in the regular season, make it to the playoffs, and then everything comes crashing down, and then they become the first or second, in last year's case, uh, round exits. After claiming they're going to win the Super Bowl because they are dem boys. Do you guys know how many playoff wins the Cowboys have had since Dak and McCarthy have been running the show in Dallas? In McCarthy's three-year tenure, they have a singular win. That being last year. Dak on his own in the playoffs is 2-5. and five, So he's been to the playoff five times and has only won twice. He has two wins in the playoffs since he's been on the team in 2016, which is eight years. It's been eight years since he's been there. And he's had a lot of stacked rosters, but he could only mount two playoff wins. It really shows how historically bad the Cowboys have been in the playoffs recently. And by recently, I mean the last 30 years. Like they say, there's always something. But that doesn't take away from the great performance uh, from Jordan Love and the Packers. Uh, Jordan Love had a perfect passer rating in that game and is one of three quarterbacks to ever do that in the playoffs. Uh, Peyton Manning being one of those quarterbacks. 
And he almost went stat for stat with C.J. Stroud. But Stroud had two more yards in his wildcard game than Jordan Love had. And with that, we're going to start the breakdown of the next wildcard game, the Texans-Browns. Now, this game surprised me not only because I had picked the Browns to make it to the Super Bowl, uh, but the game score was a lot different than I had anticipated. Uh, Houston's defense did what I thought Cleveland's was going to do to Houston. Uh, CJ just absolutely picked apart the Cleveland defense while the Houston defense was picking apart Joe Flacco, and quite literally, too, since he threw two picks this game. CJ and the Texans have been on the warpath this whole year now, with everyone telling them that they are not going to make the playoffs, counting them out before the season even started, and that sounds like another team from a few years ago. And if you're guessing the Bengals, then you'd be right, uh, speaking as a Bengals fan. Uh, this Houston team is kind of giving me vibes of the uh, 2022 Cincinnati Bengals team where everyone counted them out in the beginning of the year when they drafted Jamar Chase. And then all of a sudden, they're winning, and they're winning, and then they make it to the playoffs. And then the next thing you know, they're at the Super Bowl. Uh, the unfortunate thing for that Bengals team, though, is they lost uh, to the Rams. Um, but, I mean, just making it for that Bengals team was an achievement of its own. Uh, they lost a lot in due part to that Rams defense. Uh, Aaron Darnold just absolutely put the brakes on the Bengals offense and just contained Joe Burrow very well. Um, but this Houston team, after beating the Browns, um, I wouldn't be surprised if they beat the Ravens in a close game next weekend. I know Houston doesn't really play as well on the road, but um, I mean, with C.J. Stroud back after his uh, concussion, I think it's entirely possible. Uh, next game that I'd like to break down is the Chiefs-Dolphins game. Uh, the, sh the score shows that the Chiefs blew out the Dolphins 26-7, to which looks like a lot. But the Chiefs only scored two touchdowns that game. The remainder of their points came from field goals. And, I mean, that's partially due to the weather. But I also don't want to discredit the Dolphins' defense for containing the Chiefs at important parts of the game. If they did not, then that score would be a lot different and much higher uh, in the Chiefs' favor. This Miami team is also pretty banged up as well. Um especially on the defensive end, but they still contained the Chiefs relatively well up until the end. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm surprised the Chiefs didn't score more points than they did. Um, for Buffalo, this is a really good sign uh, just because now Patrick Mahomes is going on the road. This is his first road playoff game ever, which is crazy to say, considering he's been to the Super Bowl three times, won twice. He's basically lived in the playoffs, but he's always had the home field advantage going into the Super Bowl. But not this time. And the Bills, with uh, ever since Josh Allen has been their quarterback, have not beat the Chiefs in the playoffs. So I think if there's any time where they can do it, it's now. Um, and also with uh, Travis Kelsey, like he... He's a very crucial piece to the Chiefs' offense. Uh, he was dropping some passes in the in the game against Miami, and uh, 
And they were like right to him too. And that could, again, probably be because of the weather. But um, that's not really a good sign if your most reliable weapon is dropping balls like that. Um, so for the Chiefs' sake, hopefully they um, they go and go into Bill's territory and show that uh, they didn't make it to all those to the three Super Bowls that they did just because they had the home field advantage, and that they were a legit playoff team. And this leads us to the next uh, next game that we're going to break down, which is the Bills Steelers game. This game was originally scheduled for 1 p.m. on Sunday, but it got moved to 4:30 p.m. on Monday due to the weather conditions making gameplay dangerous. And those conditions included winds around 50 miles per hour or more and excess snow. Uh, There was so much snow that I don't think anyone was going to be walking through that. Uh, There was piles of snow. I think this, if it was played on Sunday, though, I think the Steelers would have loved playing in those conditions because they play at a more slower pace. They like to play, um, uh, what's that called? Um... I guess dirty ball, like where it's like just in the nitty gritty, lots of running, lots of defense, uh, lots of a very defensive focused game. Uh, But they could have, they would have ran the clock down, ran the ball, and that would have allowed them to have more control over the game. But um, Steelers, I still think would have lost against the Bills, uh, especially because they're missing J.J. Watt, a key defensive player for the Steelers. Despite making the playoffs, the Steelers are now on a five-game losing streak with Tomlin as their head coach in the playoffs. And with the coaches that have recently been fired from other teams, his job may be on the line after this game. Um, However, I don't think that he would be on the market for long because he's had a long-standing tradition of having a record of .500 or better every single season. He has not had a losing season for like 17 seasons or something like that, which is insane. Um, But the fact that a coach like Bill Belichick, who won the Patriots like six Super Bowls, is on the market, like he gets let go or it was mutual mutual, uh, conditions. Like he left and the Patriots wanted to move on. But um, the fact that he's still on the market is crazy and I think uh, Mike Tomlin could be on the market soon with Bill Belichick also being on the market now I want to take a closer look at the Bucks Eagles game uh, this one I picked correctly in picking the Bucks but I did not think they were going to dominate the Eagles the way they did uh, they kept them under 10 points 10 and this Eagles this same Eagles team went to the Super Bowl last year and scored more than 30 points against the Chiefs, and the Chiefs have a pretty solid defense. I know the Eagles are playing pretty badly towards the end of the year, but damn, the way what a way to end the year for them. Uh, they, they, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much all that can be said about that. Uh, but I mean, since the Eagles and Cowboys both, both lost, it really showed how overhyped the NFC East was as a conference this year. Um, NFC teams, NFC East teams always seem to be talked about so highly as if they have a higher status than other franchises in the league and other conferences in the league. 
uh, people were joking around about how any team that went up against whoever won in the NFC South was going to be a free playoff win, whether because there's three teams in contention for that, the Falcons, Saints, and Bucks. Um, and the NFC South has, for the past few years, uh, been a notoriously not very competitive uh, division in uh, football. But... Um, but the Eagles couldn't even get close to winning in this game. So I think it's just kind of a cruel irony there. Uh, earlier I was talking about uh, coaches on the chopping block uh, and at risk of losing their jobs. And uh, Eagles fans are calling for Nick Sirianni's head. And I think he is probably one of, the, one of those coaches after uh, the result of that game. And the final wild card game during the extravaganza that was last weekend is the Lions-Rams game. This is a very close game. The Lions won uh, by one point, 24-23. This is the first time Detroit has won a playoff game in 30 years, and I think this is the first time they've also hosted a playoff game as well. Uh, and that is a really long time, 30 years. That is literally longer than I have been alive. Um <laughs> And now, uh, because because of the Lions' playoff win, the Miami Dolphins now hold the longest streak of not having a playoff win, and that streak is 24 years, which is also longer than I've been alive, but not nearly as long as 30 years. Um, for the Dolphins' sake, I hope this doesn't last too long. Um, but anyways, Detroit, L.A., let's go. Uh, Detroit started off early. The Rams started to claw their way back in the second half, uh, but it just wasn't enough. The clock ran out on them. Uh, the Rams were kind of a surprise team this year after how they did last year and even the year before. Uh, the Rams had one of the worst returning seasons after winning the Super Bowl like as a team. like Their record was really bad, and they didn't make the playoffs, uh, which is unheard of. But now they're starting to, they're starting to make their way back into the— swing of things um they were but yeah no they were a surprise team this year uh matt stafford puka nakua and cooper cup got to work and had amazing seasons um leading them to the playoffs uh puka was actually considered is still actually being considered for rookie of the year uh him and cj stroud are probably the two leading candidates uh they may be first round exits this year but I could see this team being being very dangerous next year or in the next two years as well. Okay, since my Super Bowl picks were nothing if not a total flop, um, I'm going to give my new prediction starting with the divisional round this time. Uh, hopefully they are correct, uh, but, you know, we'll see what happens in a few days. For the Chiefs-Bills game, I'm going to pick the Bills uh, because they played well against the Steelers, a very defensive team, and the Chiefs have a really strong defense. Um, I don't think the Chiefs' offense is going to be as fast-moving as the Bills' defense just because um, the Bills are better at the wide receiver end. Uh, the wide receiver core on the Chiefs hasn't really been doing too much. Um Rasheed Rice is starting to <coughs> he's starting to make his way as um, wide receiver one for the Chiefs. Starting to make more catches, which is good for them. 
and this game, because that means it's going to be a competitive game. Um, but the main factor for me here is that uh, this is Mahomes' first playoff game on the road. Um, so I think another first that will happen uh, that weekend is that the Bills will beat the Chiefs with Mahomes at quarterback. It'll be a shootout like it always is with these two teams. It's always a shootout in the regular season games as well as the postseason games. Either way, someone is going to leave that game heartbroken. Or I guess uh, some people because uh, both fan bases are very, very passionate about their teams. Uh, I saw a clip online of the Bills fans uh, flying from the game against the Steelers and they were singing like their uh, their theme song on the plane. Anyways, next game rounding out the AFC Divisional Games is the Texans-Ravens. Uh, this is probably the best I've seen the Ravens look in the past five years with uh, Lamar Jackson as the quarterback. Their defense is also playing unbelievably well. Uh, but I also said some of the same things about Cleveland before playing Houston. Uh, granted, Cleveland is also operating with a fourth-string quarterback, but they still played in their system pretty well. Well enough for me to pick them, at least. Um, and like I said earlier, this Houston team is giving off the vibes of the 2022 Cincy team. Um, and I'm going to pick the Texans, because I was really impressed with not only the offense and C.J. Stroud, because we know about the offense and C.J. Stroud and what they've been doing all year, even without C.J. Stroud. Uh, their defense has, like, they really played well against the Browns, and they forced turnovers, which I think is going to have a huge impact in this game. Um, I'm going to take the Texans in an upset here. Uh, the first game on the NFC side of the bracket is another story we have all heard before in the playoffs a few times. The Packers versus the 49ers. Now, the 49ers have beaten the, play the Packers in the playoffs for a while now. Uh, they seem to be the bane of Aaron Rodgers' existence whenever he had to play them. Even sometimes in the regular season, too. Um, however, this team is not led by Aaron Rodgers anymore. Uh, it is led by Jordan Love, again, one of the three QBs to have a perfect passer rating in, the play in a playoff game. And he's helped lead this offense uh, to a significant improvement from the start of the year. Uh, at the start of the year, the Packers weren't even considered a playoff team, but now they're they're flying. Um, they just absolutely dominated the Cowboys. Um, but I think even though this offense from Green Bay is playing really well right now, the 49ers offense is also really good. They have a lot of playmakers for them. But I think the difference maker here is going to be the 49ers defense. Uh, their defense is one of the best in the NFL. Um, and with that, I think the 49ers are going to win. Uh, but I think the pack is going to strike early in the first half. But the 49ers, uh, they're going to have a comeback from behind victory. And it's going to be a heartbreaker for the Packers. And the last game in the divisional round is the Lions versus the Bucks, And this one is quite interesting because no one really expected any team from the NFC South to make it this far in the playoffs this year. 
Uh, Baker's playing some of his best football right now. And the Rams kind of exposed the Detroit secondaries. So I think the Bucks do have a legitimate shot at this game. However, I think that Jared Goff and his experience in the playoffs will come through. Uh, he's been to a Super Bowl and knows how to get there and what that takes. I think him and Detroit will come through with the victory. Um, I think they're going to win by like five. It's going to be pretty close. Um, I think kind of like the game against the Rams, I think they're going to start off hot with that uh, home field energy. And then the Bucks will try to claw their way back. I think Baker will have some great playmaking towards the end of the game, but I think they're going to fall just short of the last seconds of the game. These next few matchups are uh, hypotheticals just because uh, they're not set yet and they're just matchups from my predictions. Um, but my hopeful AFC NFC championship games are the Texans Bills and the Lions 49ers. And in both of these games, we have a team that's relatively new, has infrequent showing in the playoffs, and a team that has made the playoffs pretty consistently. And they're just hungry to win a Super Bowl. And the um, the teams that are obviously the ones that you don't really see too often in the playoffs are the Texans and Lions. Neither of these teams have won a Super Bowl yet. And they are very hungry for one, especially with the way their teams have been playing this year. And then you have the 49ers and Bills. And the Bills also have not won a Super Bowl. But lately, they've been in the playoffs very consistently, making it past the first round and sometimes second round. Uh, the 49ers, are they've won Super Bowls, but um, they're hungry for another one. So, um, I, but I think... Okay, so for this Lions-Texans game... or No, 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 no. For the Lions-49ers game. Um, I think the 49ers are going to beat the Lions in that head-to-head matchup, uh, especially since it's going to be in San Fran. Um I think that defense is, I mean, they picked apart the Eagles' offense. They laid out that blueprint, and then all of a sudden the Eagles started losing. So that 49ers defense clearly has a dramatic impact on games and future games as well For uh, in the case of the Eagles. Um, but I think that 49ers' defense is going to overwhelm the Lions' offense. Uh, I think the Lions are probably going to make some interesting play calling that will probably result in some turnovers or uh, just any sort of benefit for the 49ers. Uh, So I have San Fran uh, making it uh, as the NFC champions into the Super Bowl. And for the Texans-Bills game uh, for the AFC championship... uh, I think the Texans will beat the Bills. And I say this because a lot of games, regular season, postseason, everyone's doubted the Texans. In the regular season, no one thought the Texans were going to beat the Bengals. And this was when they had a healthy Joe Burrow at quarterback. And they beat them. And this was in Cincy as well. The Texans went on the road, beat Cincinnati in Cincinnati. And the Bills, they've also had some impressive um, 
road wins recent. Well, they've had some. Yeah, no, they they beat the Chiefs on the road. So they the, both these teams have had some pretty impressive wins this year. Um, but I think right now, just the momentum the Texans are going to have after making it to the AFC Championship. At that point, they're just they want to go all. The, they're going to want to go all the way. I think CJ is going to want it more. And he just likes proving people wrong. I'm not even gonna. I'm not. I'm not gonna doubt CJ and the Texans. They've just been proving people wrong this whole year. I don't think that stops. Uh, so I think the Super Bowl is gonna be the 49ers versus the Texans. A poverty franchise versus a pretty wealthy franchise, which will make it a very interesting uh, Super Bowl matchup. Um, and I think the Texans, even though the like I said earlier in that Super Bowl matchup with the Texans and 49ers, the I've been talking a lot about the 49ers defense. Um, Las Vegas is kind of close to home for both of these teams. It's like it's right in the middle, kind of. It's a little closer to San Francisco, but I think with if the Texans make the Super Bowl, there's going to be a decent amount of support for the Texans. In Las Vegas, um, but I think I think the Texans are gonna upset the 49ers in the Super Bowl, and they're gonna they're gonna get their first one. C.J. Stroud is gonna be the MVP of the Super Bowl. I think he has a legitimate shot at winning the overall MVP as well, even as a rookie. I think this. I think the Texans are they're just gonna make a run, and the 49ers I. I just don't think they're going to have an answer. Uh, CJ just, he just knows where and when to make plays. He knows how to pick defenses apart. He's a really smart player. He's a really athletic player as well. He can use his legs. So I think the tech, I think the Texans are going to win the Super Bowl after the way they just dismantled the Browns. All right. That's all I have for today's episode. Uh, don't forget to join up in the Discord. Uh, the link for that will be in the description. Uh, I really want to start including the Discord in the episodes uh, so we can start chatting it up. Uh, it can be about whatever sport you want. It can, about, can be about anything you want. Um, also, I know the logo is going to look a little different today, but I'm working on a new logo for this semester since it's... Uh, I guess a new season, kind of. Um, I'm calling this one the Tempo logo just because it, you know, Tempo is short for temporary. Uh, but I will get that done as soon as I can. Uh, I'm not going to be able to stream the divisional round games this weekend, but hopefully I can do a watch party for the conference championship games the next week. Anyways, see you guys all next week. 